0: Come in. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's me
1: You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest.
2: Good morning. That sound means it is time for another installment of Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. This is the first live show of the astounding 13-hour run of talk shows we have here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Every Sunday, you just heard from Ori and Friends on Queer State of Mind, and it will continue after me on Points of Order. This is the, uh, the, for all of your sports news and talk needs. Uh, no, no, uh, no progress this week for me on the baseball front. As, as the listeners know, I have been trying to get into baseball this season, uh, making, making some good steps, making some good steps in that direction. Uh, but all I really did this week was, uh, see the Orioles turf out against the Yankees twice in a row this weekend. So, uh, that felt great. It's amazing how much I've like consciously decided to care about the Orioles now. Like, because I'm from Maryland and I live here, I very much view them as an extension of myself somehow and it's just it's happened immediately and very suddenly uh and uh it, it's it's shocking to even me uh but yeah they're they're a great team they're, they're real solid this year it's nice to see them do well overall despite the games this weekend um went to see uh went to see them a lot growing up uh, uh it was a lot of fun i do remember in particular going to one game and it was during Cal Ripken Jr's farewell season on the Orioles. Now this guy, as any any dummy knows, is a hero of baseball lore. So we're going I'm like I'm like nine or ten or something. I don't remember how old I was. I was a child. I was there with my family. We're going to see Cal Ripken play baseball. One of the last times it's one of his last home games as an Oriole. And uh we're up there, we're like up in the rafters, you know, we're up in the cheap seats uh uh and it's like me and my brother and my sister and my parents. And uh, Cal Ripken gets up to bat, right? It's like it's like late in the game. It's like sixth or seventh inning. Cal Ripken gets up to bat. The pitch goes out. He swings, he makes contact with the ball. But It's a foul ball. It's a high-flying foul ball. And it flies right up into our section. And we're sitting in the front row of this, of like the upper rafters. So like where we're, it's flying like right towards us. Now, my father has just returned from the concession stand with snacks for us. He's got his hands full with, with French fries. And he, like, tries to, like, set down the French fries and grab the ball at the same time, right? I mean, this is how close it is. It slips right through his fingers and, like, rolls along the aisle a little bit. The wo- there's a woman, like, five or six seats down from us. She picks up the ball. She makes eye contact with me and my younger siblings. These children that are like wearing baseball gloves and are so excited to be there. There There's this split second where she like locks eyes with us. And then she holds the ball up in the air and is like,
3: yeah, I caught it.
2: And that's when I knew I could trust no one. That's when I knew. So, uh, in a way, a way you could have baseball to thank for for who I am. Uh, what else is going on? I talked about uh, Record Store Day last week. We talked about uh, Elton John's release for Record Store Day, which uh, I still have yet to obtain. I had a big search for it this week. I went to uh, I went to a record store uh, in Williamsburg. I'm not going to say which one because I'm about to to, to to down-talk them a little bit, and I don't want to use the power of my bully pulpit to sink this business. Because I know, I know so many people listen to this show, so many influencers and elites in the scene, that the minute I say I had a bad experience at this store, that thing is under in two weeks. <laughs> I give it two weeks tops. So I won't say what it is, because people need work. But I go to this record store and I'm just kind of I'm the only one in there it's a small record store in Williamsburg. I'm not gonna say where it is uh and I'm just kind of browsing around and there's this guy who he's like fifty and he's wearing a fedora and it's not even like on his head it's kind of like sitting on top you know what I'm talking about and he comes up and he's got a vest on too, which is like it's it's you might as well men wearing vests you should just make the vests out of red flags like. There should be no other material you they should just be red flags sewn together in the form of a vest. So this guy comes over and he's like, You uh can I help you are you looking for anything in particular? And I say, Yeah, I'm looking for uh looking for the, the Elton John Record Store Day release. And he goes, Oh man. Those went in the first half hour on Saturday, you know, with all the other popular stuff. And he said popular in exactly the way I just did as like a you idiot why do you want that trash and i have only ever had bad times at this record store the only other two times i've been there once was when it was raining and i stepped in with my umbrella and the like the, the person behind the counter just went sir 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 you need to put that in the bucket like it was like an emergency i thought i had like tracked in uh, an animal or something like the the degree to which this was being uh, 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 yelled at me. And the only time after that was I went in and I was browsing and the, like it's a lot of record stores where they've got like the, the stuff that you could flip through on the top and then below that, like, you know, on the, the lower part of the, the shelf, they have other like stacks of records down there. So I'm browsing up top and then I just kind of kneel down to see what's below. And the same person behind the counter goes, it's just more of what's on top. Like, she shouts across the store to say, you dummy. (laughs) There's nothing for you here, which is the message I've gotten consistently from this place. Uh, So, and that's the moment I knew I could trust no one. So, it's baseball and record store day. Both. Both coming up nil. We've got a great show for you today, though. Uh, we're going to come back from this. I know we can beat it together. The phone number is 904 606 0842 if you want to call in, and I suggest that you do so 904 606 0842. We are going to take a quick break and be back shortly with my guest.
1: Hey, you with the curly bush on your head, baby, baby. You know you're looking good. You know you're looking good. You know you're looking good. So, sister, 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 sister. And hey, you. Hey, you with the bad hip boots on, little girl, girl. You're the baddest in the world. It sure would be nice, honey, if I could just make you my girl. And
0: when you're walking, you're
1: walking, you know you let me know that you're so very much together, 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 together. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And hey, when you talk, you talk to me, honey. You know you make me feel lighter than a feather. Oh, 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 I've never known it. But I've always wanted the best in life. And if I had you, honey, I know that I could forget about the rest in life. I can't conceal the way I feel. You're about a head turn. Ah, uh, yes. About the the
2: sweet, sweet sounds of Mr. Alan Toussaint's piano here on Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn this Sunday morning in April 2017. I want to remind everybody that Radio Free Brooklyn is brought to you completely independently. We're a non-profit station. We don't try and sell you any ads or anything else. We are supported completely by listeners such as yourselves. So if you want to know how you can help out the station, you should go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. You can give a one-time donation. You can give a recurring donation. It, uh, there are many ways for you to get involved, and help us out. If you want to sponsor this show in particular, which helps us roll with the uh, administrative costs of keeping this thing going, you can go to rfb.nyc ypr. That's rfb.nyc slash ypr. Click the link on the bottom of the page near our archives that says sponsor this show. I also, as I do every week, want to remind everybody that Radio Free Brooklyn is located right beneath our great partner, Secondhand Records, which is located at 1345 DeKalb Avenue, right near the Central Avenue stop on the M train and about a 10-minute or so walk from the DeKalb Avenue stop on the L train. The store is open at noon today and every day, so swing on by, pick something up from their terrific selection of used vinyl uh, and get a gift. You know what? Get a gift for yourself. Usually I say get a gift for somebody else. You deserve it. You deserve a nice album. Uh, My guest today should be no stranger to the Radio Free Brooklyn audience. As the host of Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, which airs live every Thursday at 2 p.m. here on Radio Free Brooklyn, she welcomes artists, musicians, comedians, and many more, and gets to the essence of what makes them tick. She's performed psychotherapy at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and Joe's Pub, among many other venues. She's also an accomplished visual artist whose work has been exhibited at the New Museum, BAM, White Columns, the Bronx Museum, and so many more. And she also might have the most beautiful loft in all of Bushwick. Please welcome Lisa Levy.
3: Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Thanks. You're all invited over after the show. <laughs> Everyone, all the listeners. I'll just get, stay for to the end. I'll give you my. Uh, a home address.
2: You guys gotta see this place.
3: Really, I'm surprised you're that impressed. Thank I you. It. I've it's been to some cool. awesome Lofts too. Oh, <laughs> I mean,
2: maybe this says more about my lack of experience. Yeah, with lofts.
3: yeah. yeah <laughs> you need to see. You need to get out there. You need more. You need genuinely wealthy friends. See, that's, that's the thing.
2: That's true. That's true. I need to stop uh, just eschewing all rich people. Yeah. I need to start yeah, making them need work for me a little in, bit. Yeah. 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 904 606 0842 is our number if you want to talk to me and Lisa. Today, that's 904 606 0842. Lisa, you do this all the time. You host a show here.
3: I do. I host <laughs>
2: Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, which is Thursday at 2 p.m. It sure is. What uh? What brought you to Radio Free? Bur- like, how did your show come about? Because I I love your show. I'll oh, just come out and say, really? It. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And
3: and you know, it's so mutual. It's, well, well, thank you're you, the thank number you. one show, and on- you're my hero, listen, Colby. Listen, Look, you- are you blushing? He's not. I- he's not. He bl-
2: <laughs> he knows it's true.
3: He knows he's not blushing.
2: Listen, I I tell people every week the- the- how well this show is doing. You do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. It- well, I didn't it do should- it today because you're here.
3: Oh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> that's bullshit. Oh, you waited for me to do it much better. That's smart, Colby. Anyway. <laughs> we don't need to talk about how yeah, great your show exactly, is. Exactly,
2: exactly. They that's, know They I,
3: know already. Colby, that's just why I'm here. I want to tell people how great your show well, is. Well,
2: now the truth comes out.
3: Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, I do a show every week, and I cycle, sort of, like, talk to people about their lives and then try to, like— dig into their psychology mm-hmm. and their personalities.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So where, when did you, you've been doing this in some form though for a while,
3: like 15 years yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I had this idea in 2001 that it would be really interesting. I, I've, i had no training and no performance training and no training as a, uh, therapist, but I had this idea that it'd be really funny to do psychoanalysis on stage with audience volunteers. So, uh, I got a therapist couch and I got this set up, and I got into this festival. And then I got a big write up feature story in the New York Times. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like within like six months. And uh, I've been doing it on and off since then. Uh huh. But um, it is really funny to like see, to ask people really awkward questions in (laughs) in public. And the fact that they're lying down helps.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I feel like your, your show is benefiting from the fact that it's only the two of you in the room. But, of course, it's not only going out to the live audience uh, who's listening on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, uh, but to anybody who decides to pick up the the show in the archives. I mean, have people ever been, you know, too—I guess you they know what they're getting when they come in, but have people been more reticent to talk about personal things than you've expected before, or—
3: Well, the radio show is actually, um, for me, a lot easier than stage because um, it has this feeling of being safe. Mm. (laughs) It has this illusion. But one of the things that I tell people right before the show is on, show starts, is the most important thing, and I truly mean this, the most important thing is that you have a good time here and I'm here to Uh help protect you and make you feel safe. So if I ask you any questions, blah, 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 let me know. So I, I try to um make people feel empowered to you know and sometimes people do say oh i don't want to talk about
2: that uh-huh. yeah yeah does that throw you off no yeah
3: no no that's the only way it can work really cuz yeah. <laughs> we have to have some fucking boundaries <laughs> but uh people you know people do 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 as I, I like to I like to say I like to see if i can get people to take their pants down emotionally right
2: right I uh we I listened to a couple of episodes recently because uh, uh yeah well I mean yeah we, we were we were we no were no wonder my about, numbers went up we were talking about uh the like the Co- the what's the guy's last name Cosmo the the class Cosmo guy? Vinyl Cosmo Vinyl how could I forget his last name <laughs> Cosmo Vinyl I mean this is I mean I really the, the my favorite ones I mean you have a bunch of different like I don't want to say types of people but a, a bunch yeah. of people of varied professions yeah on uh I love when you have other artists on. Visual artists, uh, yeah, other, other really, artists. that's yeah. so
3: interesting. Yeah. Why is that? I think
2: it's just because it's such a blind spot of my own cultural knowledge that I'm I'm interested in like learning more about the subject anyway and hearing them talk about their work, uh, you know, sort of straight from the gut I guess is uh I it's very interesting to me
3: oh well that's good to know yeah. uh I didn't know that because sometimes those people I feel like I know it I I don't learn as much in a oh, certain interesting. way okay yeah but but it's good to hear that I mean there is a certain because um, they're usually people I have some personal experience with or I know in okay. some way mostly okay so um when I'm talking to them yeah I mean we're both in the same field kind of and We know what the drill is. And Uh also, I love hearing about the creative process. I think that's the most important part of all my shows Uh is to understand the emotional experience of the creative process. So I could see how that's interesting.
2: Which is it's different for everybody. It is. What's yours like, Lisa? Oh, Jesus.
3: (laughs) Terrible, terrible. Um, you know, it's fun. That's um, an that's a uh, question that no one's, for some reason, I'm not even prepared to answer. There you oh, go. Interesting. I have to okay, think well, about I'll it. Okay, well, I'll come at it from, a, no, from no, another No, no, but way. what?
2: Uh, I mean, I can't answer I'll it. I'll tell you have, I think this is in your house is where I've, I've seen this, but you have a piece that's just, it's a, it's a solid background and text on it that says, right. I don't know who you are, but I need your approval.
3: Right. Yes.
2: I love that. Oh, thank you. I think that's so great. Uh, Thank you. Where I'll, I'll ask about this one in particular. Where, mm-hmm. What was what was the inspiration behind this? I mean, it's somewhat obvious, I guess. Well, <laughs> but...
3: well, um, you know, that's from um this series called "The Thoughts in My Head," and uh, it's about sixty-five paintings I've been doing since two thousand eleven in that series, and um, that was one of the earlier ones, and I actually call it my self-portrait, but I I oh, think I like it's that. just really uh, I think it's just really really. You know how we all—I think everybody feels that way. I mean, um, my creative process is. See, I was—you know—what I really deal with is how much I was criticized as a child, and mm-hmm. how I'm really trying to separate my own thoughts and really um, work through through things yeah. through my work. So um, I feel like it's one of the few places that, as an adult, it's okay to show your insecurity.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have, I mean, you're, we're talking about this a little bit. Do you have this thing that I have a lot of the time, which is I don't know if this opinion I have is actually mine or if it's just something I've absorbed from reading about this subject? You know, does that make sense?
3: Um, yeah. I don't I don't really feel like that. Uh-huh. I feel like more, I mean, is this original? But, oh, I see. But yeah, see, yeah. the thing is the medium I'm working in is so much different than say like writing or comedy uh-huh. that it's pretty, you can find out really quickly if it's original. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to read everybody's material. Yeah, exactly. Thousands of people's. So, and you know, I know the, the field well enough to know, but yes, yeah. I mean, being original is important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously all of us.
2: I'll ask another art question. Okay. I'm such a dummy with no, no.
3: That's it's refreshing. I'm so.
2: I I just like I don't know where to start with any of it.
3: Oh, I know how you feel. I feel like that with musicians because I know so little about music.
2: Oh, I have talked ad nauseum on this show about how insecure I am about my musical knowledge, which is part of why this uh, this record store thing was such a nightmare, (laughs) personally. Which is like, Uh... oh yeah, oh you like the popular stuff? All right, there's the door.
3: Yeah, I like that kind of. Well, people love that because they feel like they're not cool enough to shop there, so it's a cool store. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, and, and I know this is—I know this is the only show on the airways where you're cooler than the host, but it's—it's uh, it's my burden to bear. Everybody,
3: I know it's making me feel
2: good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Uh, do you like David Lynch?
3: Um, to a point.
2: Yeah. To yeah. a
3: point, I think that uh, he, he take. I hate that fucking stupid book. I hate people that...
2: Oh, that the creativity is a fish in the stream I or don't something. know. He yeah.
3: People... Uh, y- 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 you know, uh, I had this experience where I showed this painting recently that says, as an artist, once you're successful, you're fucked. <laughs> and I had a major gallerist come in, like a famous... Um, uh, uh, Stefan Stux, you don't know uh-huh. who he is, but he's like a really famous galleries come in it was a big group thing and he came in and he just went wild over that painting so what that says to me that's true and then i think a most creative i think as a creative person once you become successful it's really hard to keep the quality up uh-huh. yeah so i think that's what happened to david lynch
2: yeah yeah what but do you I like- think that point was it after after blue velvet or even even i think it later? was after twin Peaks. oh yeah I yeah. think
3: that was, you know, um, I think like, I mean, Marina Bromovic is somebody I talk about a lot uh, mm. being being one of the an example, although I have a lot of respect for her. Mm. Um, after she became famous, that big MoMA show, her work went, to- you know, uh. Damien Hurst. I mean, yeah, it's all it, it's really, really hard not to get caught up in the market.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I don't have that. I think. Well, it's also <laughs> I think it's partly it, it's. You know, it's expectations, too. It's like you you feel, you know, somewhat responsible for subverting people's expectations, and you never really know what those are, uh, or like topping yourself constantly.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, I did a piece about a year ago in um, um, January, and it got a bit of attention. Mm-hmm at the Christopher Stout Gallery, and then he wanted me to do a solo show. Mm. And I went through so much, like, anxiety trying to think of a solo show. And then I told him I finally just said no to it because uh-huh. I felt like I was so caught up in my underwear and so cons- – I couldn't think. Right. So I gave myself, like, okay, don't do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But
3: it, it, was, a, it was a struggle.
2: Do you ever do you ever have those moments where you can't you 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 can't think of an idea and then you take that as like a judgment on your own talent?
3: Oh, I think um, any creative person worth their salt goes through a period where they think that they've lost it. They have no <laughs> ideas. It's over. They're not creative. They're no they're no good. I mean, discipline is a really discipline is a really really important part of any creative person's yeah. life, I believe. Yeah. That you just got to do the... You got to keep working, and the more you work, and the less precious everything is, the better off you are.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 904-606-0842. 904-606-0842 is our number. Uh, please call in and join our discussion. Yeah. Now, you you brought something today.
3: I did. Yeah. I did. Um, so... So, list, dear listeners. So, Colby asked me to bring in something to discuss about uh, popular culture. So, I brought in my 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 big my big uh, bugaboo. Is that a crazy? That's a dorky word, isn't it? No, is it <laughs> dorkier than a word you would use?
2: I mean, I don't think I would rush to say bugaboo. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, the thing that really bothers me, late. This is well. This is to you, ladies. Especially young women. I'm an old woman. Young women, you totally fuck yourselves. <laughs> you totally fuck yourselves by buying into all this crap on a beauty and sexuality and all this shit. And uh, we are doing this. Yeah, and old ladies too. We are all doing this to ourselves. We we buy into like uh, doing all this shit spending all this money all this anxiety to look good and mostly um we are looking good is important and all that but the problem is is that the ideals we are being held up to are just ridiculously unrealistic and we all have the same ideal because of the media or whatever crap uh that we're working towards so uh i am really angry at us on part of it Don't think I'm above it. I'm not. (laughs) But so what I did was I ripped out some uh, tear sheets, some sheets from women's magazines so that I could read how hard, give you an example of what I'm talking about. So this one's from Vogue, right? And it's a picture of, uh, as they say, multi gorgeous women. And it says, individuality, finding perfection can also mean losing perspective. Once we decide that a certain hair type, skin tone, face shape, or feature represents the absolute ideal, we lose sight of a million other possibilities. No thanks. So Colby, look at this picture. These uh-huh. women are all gorgeous, they right? Are. Yeah. So this is like an article telling you how like you should be an individual, but like you should be an individual as long as you look like a model. <laughs>
2: Lots of different kinds of models I guess is the answer <laughs>
3: yeah yeah that's so fucked up and here's an ad here's another one here's an ad by Dior and it's uh Jennifer Lawrence sure. with with not a well you not heavily made up not no, heavily made no. up and she's wearing a t-shirt that says we should all be feminists we should all be feminists wearing multi-million dollars worth of clothes <laughs> this is Jennifer Lawrence selling this shit who the fuck fuck you Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> Fuck you asshole.
2: Yeah, fall up the stairs much?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at this article. This is editorial. This is an advertising. Okay, it says, here we go. Choose, "Choose your, your, your own, own adventure. adventure." How to find your superhero cut and color. Okay. And I mean, that's not an adventure. Yeah. That's that there's nothing like that is just s- sucking up to the rest of the planet and trying to like look good. And get a hairstyle that uh, matches something that people put thousands of dollars into creating for a model. Am I getting, like, overwrought here? No, no, no. I love it. it. Get fired up. Get fired up. Okay. Okay. Look at this one. Independence. A whole other article. Spring Hair Report. Independent Spirit. New Power Hair. Yeah. When I had long hair, people didn't see my personality. Now they really... (laughs) say my wow. hair really suits me it's cool and young like that's what we should be that's what women are supposed to be aspiring to yeah ladies and then i want to show you this other article the one article here they have a nice story about our our good friend aziz Ansari. you oh, like, sure. like we love him, aziz. i met him once did you did ever you? meet him
2: no i've, I've never met him. I, I saw him walking in the east village once while i was eating pizza and uh, uh, I, I gave him a wave and he, he, he nodded back.
3: Nice guy, right? I saw him um, invite them up. Do you know that when Eugene Mermo was doing invite? Way them. back when. Yeah, way yeah. back yeah. when. Yeah. So, anyway, seriously funny. So, there's this really nice article about Aziz Ansari, but they don't say anything about how he looks, his hair, his clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 So,
3: so, ladies, I'm not saying you shouldn't like care about how you look or it's bad to care about how you look but just like let's put it in perspective and also these magazines should be saying if you feel like you know uh you could you can't look they should just be more honest like you're not going to look like a model or it, or what it took thousands of dollars to make this person look like this but you can make this done be realistic be mm-hmm. honest folks that's right be
2: now, 904-606-0842 if you want to join in. We're talking fashion. We're talking flouting the rules. 904-606-0842. <laughs> Call in, folks. Now, you mentioned you mentioned Aziz Ansari, right? And I feel like Aziz Ansari is a uh is an interesting example of another uh like art, uh, phenomenon in when we talk about like the arc of of artists' lives. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like we want all artists to be young and hot. Right? Oh.
3: Visual artists? All and, artists? I'm just
2: speaking generally, you know?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it helps. Yeah. Being good looking always
2: helps. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I... Th- I think also the problem with young women, the example of young women and beauty is that it sells a really bad message, which is that there is no discipline and there is no Uh creativity. It's just basically like if you're lucky genetically, life will be easy for you.
2: Oh, sure. I mean, that's absolutely true.
3: And that's just really bad values. And it's really thrown more on women. And if women wind up. Uh, believing that and and young women who are particularly attractive are the most impressionable to Mm -hmm. that and like um, it's true that being good looking can can make your life easy when you're young to a certain degree but the problem is is that we should be you know I mean Miss America has to have a talent that's all I'm saying yeah just yeah. have some talent. I think that's the. I think that's, <laughs> that's a very a good way of I'm putting it. <laughs> it. Yeah,
2: we have our uh, first caller of the day, Lisa. We
3: do. We do. We have a caller. We wow. have
2: a caller. Caller, can you hear me? Welcome to the program. Hey, oh. Colby. I know this guy. Who is this? This is loyal caller Tim Keck is on the line. Tim, hey.
0: Hey, how's it going? Enjoying the conversation. I'm relatively loyal. I normally try and call in every week. but last week I was at a uh, the bachelor party of a mutual friend. So the yes. Coffee, uh, you know, was too good for.
3: Him. So is he uh, marrying a good-looking woman? I hope so.
0: Oh yeah, he is.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. Did you have any strippers?
0: No, I uh, I didn't think it would be a good idea to invite a lone woman out to a house. 20 dudes in the
2: Hampton. Oh. Tim, Tim, your connection's not great. Can you can you get near a window or something?
3: Get yeah, and jump window. out of it. <laughs> whoa, what you mean? whoa,
2: Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. So so few people call this show. We need as many people as we can. <laughs> we're nice. We're nice to our callers here. You get here. plenty. Of love. <laughs> you know who gets oh, lucky? I,
0: I thought Lisa sounded like Marta.
2: No, no, Lee, Marta. I, I'm waiting on Marta to call. I, I we need still need to guess which band she was in.
3: Was she in a band? We
2: didn't last week. we learned. Uh, I, I didn't have a real guest last week. I guessed White Hassle, which it's definitely not. <laughs> but we did learn last week, uh, Tim, uh, that the the band was on Conan.
3: Marta was on Conan. Yeah, no yeah. Way.
2: Uh, among other late night shows, although we're wow. not sure we're not sure which ones. Yeah. Uh, Dude, it's the
0: Bengals. It's the Bengals.
2: It's sure. the Bengals. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess, well. maybe the no, the I Bangles is our guest this week.
3: Wow. Yeah, would be amazing. I want yeah. to get Marta. We should get Marta on my show. Yeah, yeah. To do psychotherapy, and then we could really, like, Could you? Could you can we? Sw- let's swing that. Marta, yeah. Marta, are you out there? I want you on my show.
2: <laughs> Mart, you're in demand, Marta. <laughs> Tim? Hey, hey, Lisa, I could go on your show, too, if
3: you wanted me to. Sure. Tim's a comedian. Sure. T- Tim, would you like to be on my show?
0: I would love to be on your show. Oh, okay. To analyzed, you know? Oh, okay. Well, let's set that up. Me, but I'd love more specifics.
3: Oh, good. Good. And do you know Colby very well?
2: You could say we know each I would other say well. I
0: know Colby about as well as any human. Oh, <laughs> that's
3: great. Because I could, like, find out. I mean, I got a couple of questions about Colby that oh, I'd boy. like to ask oh, on the boy. air. Oh,
0: great. <laughs>
3: oh, I wasn't going uh, to Oh, I don't have them prepared, but. Um, what about Colby? I want to meet Colby's girlfriend. Have you, you know her, right?
0: What?
2: Colby's a girlfriend? <laughs> oh my God. Do you
3: have a
0: girlfriend? He's Let's blushing now. Let's move on.
2: Let's move on from wow. this. Wow. Let's move on from this right oh, now. Wow. Let's move on from this right now.
3: Oh, wow. Let's
2: move on from this right now. <laughs> oh, shit. See?
3: Tim, hey, so Tim, Tim, Tim. So anyway, Tim. what do you think about women, women and cause, cos- what do you think about women, young women <laughs> having cosmetic surgery? <laughs> oh, what do you think about women in their twenty-seven com- cosmetic surgery? Yeah,
2: Tim. What do you think about that? I
0: think, I think if women have it when they're young, they won't need to get it when they're old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah,
2: get, get, uh, get cosmetic surgery early and often.
3: <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Do you think yeah. women should? Well, like do you think that? Do you think that health insurance should pay for breast augmentation? Do you think Trump should let women have breast augmentation? Tim, thoughts?
0: I think uh, that's the most likely uh, health care associated bill Trump could pass. <laughs> 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 if, we're, if we're just picking keep betting odds, I'd say the idea of implants being uh, covered by health insurance has increased. Yeah, ramp- I think. Uh,
2: I think once once he gets you know more comfortable as a legislator, they're going to be mandatory.
3: <laughs> and how about a butt lift? What do you think about a butt lift?
2: Yeah, what about butt lifts, Tim?
3: <laughs> not
2: so uh, much.
0: I, butt man myself, I would say I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. What is a butt
2: lift? What
3: do they? What do you do in a butt
0: lift? I'm
3: not really a hundred percent sure, frankly, but I think what they do is they. Take your butt that sags just like your tits, and then they make it stand up higher. I guess maybe they put clips. In- I guess they put clips yeah. in it and they suspend go to, it. They
2: go to they go to Staples and they get those like black binder clips, <laughs>
3: and-, and then they attach it to your butt.
2: Yeah, from Staples.
3: Nice. Yeah,
2: I would love that. I would love to. Well, you, we, uh... we,
3: well, you can do it to yourself. Just get Vogue magazine. They've got plenty of articles about it.
2: Yeah. Tim, thoughts on so Vogue? So how do
3: you guys know each other? How do you, Tim, Tim how, when did you meet Colby? How do you guys know each other? Um, I don't know. I
2: don't
0: know how I met Colby. Through I, a comedy?
2: Just doing just uh, comedy. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. A yeah. comedy pal. I, uh, I, I was at a Glory Days show which is the improv team that Tim Ooh. is on.
3: Ah. Uh,
2: but Tim is, is is much more than just an improviser. He's a stand-up. He hosts a <laughs> monthly show at Legion.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. I think I was at that show once.
2: <laughs> really? Yes. Was it the really? first Saturday of the month?
3: I think it was a Sunday.
2: You, Colby.
3: Oh. Isn't it on a Sunday? <laughs> no. No. A Saturday? It was like some night that I randomly was like, I have to get out of the house. And I was like, <laughs> oh, they have comedy here.
2: At Legion. And now
3: I'm on the mailing list.
2: Legion does a it, Legion has a mailing list? Are we talking about the same place? Legion, the idea that Legion has it together enough to get a mailing list in, out to in, people? In,
3: in Bushwick, right?
2: In, it, no, it's in uh, Williamsburg. It's off the Gram stop. Yes. Yeah. Oh I my God. He, they I have he, a mailing list. Yes. I yes.
0: went to a comedy show once on a Sunday. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. One I was at. yeah. You, you
2: did. Maybe. Maybe.
3: No, I was there once. I was there once.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You host that? <laughs> <laughs> Tim there was... You host every comedy show at Legion, right? Tim, what do you think yeah, about this idea? For, uh, yeah. What do you think about this idea? Because Legion, Legion does a Can't bunch wait. of comedy shows. It's a very crowded market. Uh, they have them a, a lot of nights of the week. And I, I Tim hosts one there, and I host a different one there. And what, what do you think about oh, this, Tim? Yeah, yeah. I My my show uh, with James Cross is called Yours Truly. Oh. What if we rebrand it to the following name? Tim, what do you think about this? We call it Comedy Night at Legion. <laughs> it,
0: uh and then and then what?
3: He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He's not saying yeah.
0: anything. Well, I I don't think the problem with the show is the name.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what it's the fact that Colby's hosting it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're uh, you're putting a band-aid on a butt that needs to get lifted,
2: Colby. Hey, there we go. It Bringing it all back around.
3: See now yeah, that—that's
0: yeah, a callback. This is the kind of thing you can see at uh, my monthly show, Improv Mess Around. But uh, a little rumor told me that Countdown County's coming back soon. That's
2: Whoa! Is this—is this a—is this, uh, this a young person's radio exclusive?
0: Oh baby, you bet it is. Oh man, you bet it is. Shout out to the two people listening, Countdown County. Hey, this Stop is the it. number this, one show. That's
2: right. This thing is a ratings bonanza.
0: <laughs> I'm glad.
2: Tim. You know I love you, buddy. Thanks for calling, as always. I
0: love you, too, bud.
2: All right, we'll talk soon. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. All right. Talk soon, buddy. Tim out.
2: Tim out. There he goes. See, I didn't Tim I didn't
3: know you had a monthly show at that bar. Yeah. Or I, you should, I don't get a mailing. Now, see, it's not they that went, far from me. This I is part of the problem. Go. This I is part go. of the problem.
2: I didn't know there was a mailing list that we could get on.
3: Well, can't you make your own mailing list, or are you already involved in too many things to focus on just this one mailing list? Well, well what would
2: the mailing list be? Would it be like just
3: send me an email shows?
2: Kolb is doing. I could do that. I could put that together.
3: Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah,
2: Tim. Tim didn't hang up the phone. Listen to this.
3: He's still listening.
2: Let's see. if Can we hear what he's doing? Yeah,
0: Colby. I was outside and I can't listen to your show yet, so I just need to be on the air for a little bit longer. <laughs>
2: I really – I thought that you were just going to, like, carry us around for the rest of the sh- of the show. We were just going to listen to what you were doing in that your house.
0: Was, that was my plan. Can you hear it? No. Okay.
3: Bye.
2: <laughs> I cut him off before he could say Tim out.
3: Reminded me of my mother listening into my phone calls, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Lisa. Yes? We are coming into the back chunk of the show now. Really? We have a little more time left. We have a little more time left. We, for a while, have been playing a game on on the—not so much a game. It's just just either or, where I make you pick uh, one of the two options that I give to you. Okay. But I think this week it has finally evolved into Mm -hmm. a thing that I am now dubbing the official Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm honored. Some of these questions— Remain the same every time. Mm -hmm. Others are more specific to the guest. Mm -hmm. And we are going to proceed. Oh. Now, first question. This is an either or. Bar trivia or karaoke? Karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Very good answer. Yeah. I would pick the same thing. Yeah. I love karaoke. I hate trivia. I talk about it so often. How do much you? I love it! Yeah. yeah. Once you are at karaoke, open bar or a private room. Open bar. Yeah, this is the most divisive question by far. Really, when I most... get wildly different answers. Really. Because on the one hand, the the good thing about the open bar is that it's like big and loud, and everybody's yeah. in it together. But the thing is, once you do one song, you want to keep going, right? And then you got to wait for like 50 people before you get to the second one. And then by then maybe you've like you want to do a different song. I feel like if you do a private room, you get to go. You get to do more often.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I like the uh, insanity. I like the insanity of the of the karaoke. Yeah. And I I usually don't really sing. I just yell out. the Yeah. You you
2: pick a song that everybody's into. And then no, I
3: just make it like ridiculous by yelling it. I oh, mean sure. yelling out the words. I don't yeah. really sing and I yeah. make it silly. Yeah. So uh but uh so I'm not that serious about karaoke enough to like care if I get to do it more than like I do it once, I'm good. But yeah. I can understand if you're serious about it, how you would want a private room and you yeah. want to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You love it. yes. Yeah.
2: There there are certain points where I you know, I will insist on a private room cuz I feel like I got to uh, I got to work through some stuff. You know, I, I got to sing a bunch and a lot. And that's that's when you uh, want to go to the private room. Are
3: you a good singer? No,
2: no. But sometimes it's just nice to go in a room with your friends and scream. Oh, really? You know what I mean?
3: Maybe maybe I should try it. I don't think I've done it.
2: Yeah, I would. I would give it a Invite try. Invite me
3: out next time. Invite I would give me it a try. out. Yeah.
2: OK, that's a deal. That's All a deal. Right. Next question. Going to the movies or streaming something at home.
3: Oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. I would say as an experience. Going to the movies beats streaming at home any day. Uh, yeah, but like do I go to the movies a lot? Not enough.
2: No, I feel like I have to like schedule it way in advance if yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Last yeah. night I went to the Metrograph in oh, yeah. uh Chinatown. Have you been there?
3: Uh no, but I'm a I've been p I'm aware of it. I've seen it. Yeah. Would you say you I say? saw
2: she wore a yellow ribbon. And what was the, that? The John Wayne uh western. Oh.
3: Oh, wow. Well, that's so funny because last night, I happened to go in the movies. Um, oh. My husband got tickets to the Tribeca Film Festival. Oh, very nice. For this movie about the art world. Um, I can't remember the title of it, but it was exposing about, they had all these experts and talking about the money, how the market, how the money, all the big money and how that works behind the scenes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, wow. so sort of... in. I have to say I knew most of it but
2: it was well, sure. short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having it all in one place though was, and, was interesting. And having sure. those
3: experts and also there are certain things that are very opaque about the art market uh-huh. you know that involve millions and millions hundreds of millions of dollars. Right, And then just to be have that confirmed, that it's totally opaque. Yeah. And also to hear people talk about how it's actually ruining the quality of art that the public
2: sees. Oh, wow. Well, as a sidebar, are you, is, is there a lot of uh, museum drama happening in the city right now? Oh, uh, well— Is, like, the Met almost bankrupt or something?
3: Uh, I don't—yeah, I don't really know, but the Met guy fucked somebody— did okay. you know that? No, no. Yeah. I I've, I've been
2: hearing about this like very like very much in pieces.
3: I I haven't kept up with it really, but there is a lot going on and uh the met guy fucked somebody and there was a sexual harassment thing and I haven't I I don't really I don't really I can't really I don't have the details, but um I don't believe they're going to go bankrupt. It's just probably trying to get uh donors to donate more money. Yeah. Yeah. Probably employed.
2: I know there's a, a big rivalry between the met and the the moma
3: yeah moma ha- well moma has a lot more um, contemporary art is always going to have like high, higher rollers at this point uh-huh. there's more parties
2: yeah well oh, sure yeah <laughs> moma's having parties all the time they are yeah the uh the the, the, the I think David Bowie went to like the film gala during his like last months as a hel- uh, like a healthy person. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that
3: would make sense. Yeah, yeah.
2: Anyway, back to the back to the question. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Bob Dylan or Leonard Cohen.
3: Oh, uh, Bob Dylan. Yeah. More authentic. Yeah. More more varied. Leonard Cohen. I like him, but yeah. he's kind of a little bit one note.
2: Yeah, I agree. Okay, I agree. Good. Kind of only does that one do, thing.
3: Do, do do most people agree with that?
2: I don't know. I feel ah. like th- I feel like there's a split there. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just me perceiving something that's not there. I
3: don't know, but don't we'll know. look into that.
2: We'll look into that. If you've got thoughts, you can call in yeah, at 904-606-0842. That's What oh eight four four two. What is the best concert you've ever saw?
3: Uh, definitely David Bowie's spider from Mars. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. I was a teenager. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember everything I wore. I remember the whole thing. Oh it my was God. Tower Theater in Philadelphia. Wow. It was incredible. Is that where you're from? Uh I grew up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Damn. um I had a total like sparkly outfit and platform shoes. I wish I had the clothes now. <laughs>
2: that is it's amazing. That is pretty perfect. Yeah. What's a movie you know is bad but you enjoy anyway?
3: Ah. That's a good one. Uh what is a movie that I know is bad that I enjoy anyway? Oh my god. I am such a snob about movies. Oh worst person ask that. I can't get think, into it. I can't think of anything. I mean more like I'm hateful. I'm more like <laughs> no one wants to go to the movies with me maybe. <laughs> I would I would say that. What movie do I like? That no, that is a bad my like guilty pleasure of sure, movies. Sure, sure,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: I can't think. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I mean, do how much time do we have left? I could sit here for the rest of the period. No, Six that minutes. I can't answer that. I okay. can't not. If I come up with something, I'll let you know.
2: Okay, okay, that's a deal. That's a deal. What's a movie you hate? Like you see it on TV and you're just like, oh no.
3: Oh there it is again. Uh well my husband has watched uh what's that one uh with, with where with where she's going my 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 uh, my biological clock is ticking. Which one is that? Uh oh Jesus. Now I'm trying to think of the name and I won't be able to. Um oh, Maria right. Tome. Maria Marissa Tome is on it. Uh and, anyway uh, Vinny Vinny my cousin Vinny oh yes. yeah yeah anyway if my husband has that on one more time I will <laughs> fucking throw a bottle at the TV <laughs> he listens to like shit it's all this like he watches the same fucking uh, uh, science fiction blowing up movie over and over uh-huh. and over That it feels like they're all the same uh huh so yeah
2: do you prefer driving or taking the Amtrak train, if you are if you are going for like a a, a, a day's travel,
3: uh, I'd have to say at this point right now today, I would I like to go to Westchester and I go hiking there a lot, but I I can't really drive there because we have a car, but I don't drive well enough to drive around uh-huh. to drive to I can drive around here, but I can't yeah. drive there, so. Uh, I would have to say the train. I like the train.
2: Yeah. I find it very peaceful and relaxing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We are coming up on... Uh, I, I am uh, performing in the Montreal Sketch Festival in are two you? weeks.
3: That's wonderful. Uh, That's fabulous.
2: I am very excited about it. Uh, we are driving up but i have to come back a day early to be back in time for this show so i'm taking a train back from montreal and i'm every bit as excited for that train ride as I are you? For the well show.
3: that's an awesome train ride because it goes along the hudson yeah that's yeah. a fabulous train yeah ride. it's like yeah, 10 I'm hours for you. it's like 10 hours yeah wow.
2: it's like 10 to 8 p.m oh uh, man oh it's gonna be great oh it's gonna be
3: great Wow! are you gonna have a bed
2: no no, no i don't think so no
3: 10 10 at night no, no, oh, 10, 10 a.m. Uh, to 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. got it. Got
2: it. Yeah. That's going to be uh, that's going to be And fun.
3: very reliable of you to come back.
2: Well, you know, must be It's signed. easier than trying to find a soap. How many
3: people in your sketch group?
2: Uh, there are 5 uh, 6, but only 3 of us. No, is that true? I think there are five, but only three of us can go.
3: So three of you are driving together? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a fun weekend. Oh, or whatever. Montreal
2: people, I know you're listening. Check out that show. It's May 12th. Oh. Friday, May 12th. At the Montreal Sketch Fest.
3: Very exciting.
2: Yeah. It's very exciting to tell people that you're going to Montreal for a comedy festival. To be because, in a uh, festival, yeah. Because uh, Just for Laughs is in Montreal, and that's like the biggest one.
3: I know. <laughs> so, I know. Who's headlining the Sketch Fest?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
3: You are? Yeah, it's us. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> well, the number one show on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's yeah. right. That's
2: right. That's, uh, Make sure you
3: bring stickers.
2: Let's see. Let's see what they Give say. Give out
3: stickers there.
2: Yeah, I know. I need to have them have them ready by then. I have like I have some uh some art that we've been working on with Kevin Bauer, another friend of the show. Check out his stuff. Um but that is forthcoming.
3: Oh, artwork for your show. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Um so, Lisa. Yes. Final question. Uh-huh. Sitcoms or prestige HBO dramas?
3: Oh, HBO dramas. I can't stand sitcoms. <laughs> Anything. yes. Anything with a laugh track just ugh.
2: Yeah, yeah. Horrible. So you love Seinfeld and Cheers. I
3: did like Seinfeld. I did like yeah, Seinfeld, but but I never watched Cheers. I actually grew up with a TV addict. My father ignored us because of TV. <laughs> so I missed many years of watching television uh-huh. uh, and mostly sitcoms. But I like watching TV now just, you know, like I like uh, House of Cards and, you know,
2: things like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The Netflix shows.
3: Yeah. When I was a little kid, um, I used to, wa- when, when a sitcom was on, I used to laugh when the laugh track went on because <laughs> I thought that was like you like you were prompted to laugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just had to laugh. So.
2: <laughs> I've only just started watching Cheers. Yeah. Now, because that's all on Netflix. How
3: is it now? It's
2: great. It's very yeah, maybe good.
3: it is really good. I've thought about that too. The
2: pilot is held up as like a model of how to do a good pilot. Oh, really? For, uh, for TV, I did yeah. Not know that. I've watched it three times now, with like different, like showing it to different people, and really? uh, it gets better every time. It's great. I
3: did not know that. That's good. Inf- that's information I can use.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, there's there's a there's a plug you won't hear anybody else uh, anywhere hey, cheers. else. Cheers is great.
3: Yeah. No, I'm curious about
2: that. <laughs> really breaking new ground <laughs> here. Yeah. This morning. Well, Lisa, we're just about Probably. out of time.
3: Wow, that went so fast. I know. I had so much
2: fun. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad you were here. It was really fun to talk to you.
3: What happened to um um your, your uh what's her name?
2: Marta? Marta. I don't know where she's got. Is it
3: me? Is it me? She's got precious calling? little
2: time. I don't know. Sometimes she doesn't call. Maybe really? she's too afraid I'm going to ask her more questions about her band.
3: Oh, yeah. Maybe.
2: I don't know. But 904-606-0842 is the number. You've got about. Two minutes to call in, Martha. Call,
3: call Marta. I want to hear about your band. Yeah. I want to, I just, I just want to have the chance to talk to you.
2: Yeah. Me too. Lisa, uh, where can people find you?
3: Uh, where they can find me? Usually wandering alone down <laughs> Bedford Avenue. But... Okay.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, honestly, uh, or, or Pine Box, but, uh, Go to uh, Lisa Levy Industries is a good way on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at .dr. Lisa Levy. S P stands for self proclaimed, and uh, wherever records are sold.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they can of course check out your show uh, right Thursday? here on the network on th- uh, on every Thursday at two p.m. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Colby J Smith, uh, and definitely check out our uh, archives on the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com dot uh, com site uh, as a quick link there. You can just type in rfb.nyc slash YPR to find out more about those. And uh, we will be back next week. Uh, it's the first Sunday of the month, so we always do something a little special. Next week, I have a couple of ideas for it, uh, so we'll see which one we land on. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a good time. So, thank you all for listening to Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. We will see you next week at this time, so tune on back in and stay tuned now for points of order those guys will be in here in a matter of minutes so don't touch that dial we'll see you next time thanks again to Lisa Levy my guest thanks for having me goodbye bye